0: Welcome to Look Who's Talking, episode 136, two-point conversions, the pocket nine all-in of the NFL. Love it! A whiteout in New York, sorry Zach, and the Broncos ordering takeout, because Russ ain't cooking. Here we go!
1: Freestyle
0: Welcome to Look Who's Talking NFL, episode 136, wherever you're joining us from all over the world. Ni hao, previet, hola, bonjour, guten tag, ciao, and... Vanagam. If you don't know how to say hi in Sri Lankan, you've been listening to this show for anything longer than six episodes, that's it. Write it down, remember? All right, you'll get a nice car wash out of it for cheap someday. Vanagam uh crazy weekend in the NFL. We're going to talk about it and get you ready for Week 13. I can't believe we're at Week 13 already. As you get older, the years go faster, the days go slower. I've heard that, and it it resonates. All of our episodes brought to you by Huck Media and the wonderful people down in Toronto at Huck Media offices. For any media or drone needs, go to huckmedia.com uh I've been saying for a year for a year now. Trevor Lawrence was waiting to pop after watching NFL miked up from a couple weeks ago. I believe in this guy and the way that he does football. Just like watching NFL miked up two years ago with the Seattle Seahawks and Russ Wilson made me get off him, probably forever. And I feel like if the Broncos had waited a little longer, maybe like not signed with 250 million dollars before one game in uniform with the Broncos might be doing a couple different plans next season. We'll get into that as well. Some two point conversions changing people's parlays, changing people's tickets, but put yourself in the coach's shoes. At gambling with your life, you worked really hard to get in that position. You see pocket nines on the last play of the game, and you're all in. I mean, we like gambling, but I feel nervous for these coaches. Crazy career-changing moves. I know I'm on one side, but weird Mike's usually on the other side. Pointing me. We're the 136th straight time since we were stacked on cereal boxes at Kipling Studios. Weird Mike, how you doing, brother?
1: Before I get to the intro that I've prepped and really want to get to Jeff. Don't, 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 let's not get too far from it. These yep. two point attempts are changing lives lives. You said it at the end, they're not changing days or afternoons or bets. They're changing final legs of parlays. They're changing the way you climb the pool in the ladder. It's ridiculous. Okay. And of course. Of course, he was going to get that one. You know why? Because the Chargers were due. That's where it comes around. He's, he's held to it. He could have easily kicked that and kind of probably won some public favor. Even if they lost in overtime, they would have been like, you know what? This guy can be normal sometimes, which as a weird dude can throw a lot of people off at times. Right? Yeah. Anyway, he doubled down on it. Not a chance in my mind that wasn't a 10 the dealer was going to give him, if you will. Combine the fact that Arizona, it's not their year, right? Good game. Kyler's back, blah, blah, blah. Ipso facto. But two-point conversions. I actually thought there was a lot of less of them. I feel like it's the same few teams. It's a very loyal thing. What do you think?
0: I know. I totally agree. And it's it's only a couple teams because it's only a couple guys. It takes... You know, the announcers talk about it like, oh, you know, it takes some real, you know, basically saying like it takes some balls to make this call. I think you actually have to like gambling, like literally like have a bit of a gambling arm in you as an NFL coach to if you're a poker player, you know, this, this, this will resonate with you. Sometimes you're sitting in a tournament for three, four hours. Okay. Working yourself into a good position to get to that final table and all of a sudden the guy right next to you with an equal amount of chips who's been basically chilling for an hour is suddenly all in right next to you, small blind, your big blind sitting on pocket eights, pocket nines. Technically, you got a good hand. If this was like a $1 game, you probably call it pocket eights, pocket nines, but you worked a long time, three, four hours or in our football metaphor here, a full football game to get into position where. Maybe if you just hold on, maybe just kick that field goal, you can just wait to play another down, play overtime, see what happens. A little more of the natural football. A two-point conversion after scoring being down seven and deciding to not tie the game and just, here we go. Everything that's happened in this game up to this point is just null and void to get us to this hand, this play. And I just think as a coach, especially when you're like the Chargers coach, when, you know, Sean Payton's sniffing down your neck for that job with a nice tall quarterback and you're sitting around like, you know, just below a playoff spot to actually go for two there. Because if it works, great, it's a win. If it doesn't, like this is could be your job. So yes, Mike, it's, it was the first time I read this in Peter King's column on uh profootballtalk.com. The first time that two games in the same Sunday were decided by two-point conversions on basically the last play of the game ish. Uh let alone that they, they both won. But even just were attempted. That's how little this happens. So Vrabo and Staley obviously and then Doug Peterson down in Jacksonville. These guys I think got a solid gambling arm because I'm nervous for them. I got like 100 bucks on the game. They got their their future on this two-yard play. And I'm like, I literally I'm ner- I'm getting nervous for them. Anyway, it's the it's the it's the it's the in football it doesn't happen and with every sport it doesn't happen too much, but it's like uh like the last shootout shot of hockey and, and you know, do or die. But like you have to that just happens. You don't like pick to do that. Hey, do you guys want to play their five minute overtime? No, the home coach has just decided to decide it all on one penalty shot. Anyway, crazy stuff. It's like it's the final putt much- in golf, it just doesn't happen that much in sports, but with football with these two-point conversions, win or lose on a two two play a two-yard play. Crazy. Crazy stuff.
1: The college game has moved into more two points in the overtime system. Uh so it is going to be it's coming through the ranks. It's in the high school system. The two point is going to be commonplace before your two quarterback
0: system, Hugh. <laughs> hey, it's coming at some point. Also, another, another thing to think of, and I've heard analytics guys talk about this, is it's not just the fact that it works at above a 50% rate, usually, like, you know, the a, four, a, a conversion like that, but it's also, that, and this isn't even analytics, but this is like deeper stuff, is that you have a defense that's just failed. You know, it's not like like they just failed. They just gave up a long drive. The touchdown happened. It could have been on a third down. They're, they're depleted. They're down, which affects your thinking, which affects your planning in the 30 seconds that you have to stop this. So, uh, and they're so, tired.
1: So the counterbalance now, Roger Goodell, hopefully listener to the show, obviously, is that you now need a two-point spot, much like a penalty spot in the World Cup soccer, the other football currently going on. Um, there needs to be one at the two-and-a-half-yard line right in the middle, not a hash. You don't get to choose. You eliminate variables. This is is a scoring play. This is a free throw. This must be completed from here. So now you take away the hash guess more. You move to the left hash. You got X amount of plays. You move to the right hash. There's all the Y plays, right? Yeah. So that needs to be, Huck, here's the tile for you, bro. Two-point spot. (laughs) I want it. I need it. it. And I don't think it should be from the two. Because I don't, it needs to be not a deterrent, but it can't be. If there's an offside on the extra point, they get to bring it to the inch line, and now you can sneak. So you understand? Like it needs to be a declared spot of, is my uh, general feeling on the matter. Strong feeling on the matter. Because a lot of these people are going now from the one yard line. The guy jumps over on a meaningless. You know, the guy thinks it's a meaningless PAT. They accept the penalty and now they're down nine, and the game's basically over. Like,
0: you know what I mean? Something to keep in mind, though the game is not over. There's a lot of comebacks going on in the NFL. We've been talking about this for years. If you would live bet Cleveland, for some reason, Cleveland was plus 560 to win the game. Okay. They had the ball down a touchdown, like, you know, inside their own 20. Crazy stuff. So I bet against myself. It was just, I know you don't do that, but I do. If I, know, I see odds man. and good value on live betting, I do it.
1: You must 560
0: week- for the and it just made up for the Bucks loss a little bit. You
1: mentioned week 13 and goddamn, I'm I'm kind of wishing now that the Browns won two or three more games. And there really was a decision for this pervert peephole guy. Wouldn't that be back. great? Wouldn't that be great? Jacoby, you know what? He's won the locker room. Uh, you know, all these different things that he's contributed, you know, Peasy and uh, Villa in case they're, we in the dog pound, not in the nosebleeds. Shout the out, look who's pound. talkers in the dog pound for Tommy boy. How about Tommy boy? A couple of rough AFC road losses at Pittsburgh at Cleveland, kind of mirror images of themselves. Tampa should have had the game the entire time until they did. They it. had
0: it <clears throat> 17, anyway. 10 for a while. They get the ball in overtime. You know what? Tom didn't play boy, bad.
1: Twice,
0: I know twice Tom, didn't, Tom didn't play He wasn't the best game of his career But he didn't, play. he didn't play too bad Two touchdowns, no picks Bunch of yards Also, in overtime, he throws a gem To Mike Evans And the announcers kind of blah-blahed it But it almost hit him in the shoulder And just He just like never looked for the ball Mike Evans just had a weird game You know what's funny? I mentioned this before the show You know, lost my gold pick Bucks three Three and a half whatever. This looks like they, they should have had it, but that's the way she goes. But I'm not, I'm a football fan as well. We all are. And I'm not throwing down thousands of dollars on, on all these games and stuff. So I'm still able. And this is what I like about my unit betting, which isn't, you know, thousands of dollars is that I can still actually enjoy a good football story. Even if that football story is kicking my ass and Jacoby Brissett just beat Tom Brady in overtime at home in what could be, and, will most likely be uh, his last real starting quarterback opportunity and he beats Tom Brady in overtime you know keep the ball like way to go Jacoby you know good for you
1: you just uh, provided a a great moment of realization Jeff as I have accelerated my wagering and uh, it's funny how you get more followers when you make bigger bets eh? yeah (laughs) yeah Um, I think that's a great break point because I've uh, had a little football fatigue set in here uh, with the Thanksgiving overload. By the way, thank you, everybody who rolled through Centennial. Big feast. Um, But I think that's the threshold for my gambling. At what point will I not be mad that Jacoby Bissett took that game ball and beat Tom Brady and ruin my pool ticket. What point am I not happy that Geno Smith is perhaps the fourth best quarterback and might go to the pro bowl and sink my Seattle futures. So you have <laughs> created in my mind and I'm hope I'm articulating this to everybody. Yeah, no Where my gambling threshold. So that is it, 800. Is it 700? That's when it's going to happen when I'm going to not be happy for Brissette or Gino or whoever else yeah i'll let you know guys because it's coming
0: it's coming really no, no, i hear you and i'm not saying you need to find that threshold i just like it where I'm,
1: i need to i need to
0: and but, but some guys don't some guys you know and again i also like to treat this stuff like wall street so even though i'm cheering i'm also double betting both like both games to get good value on each team but at the same time as you said if you stop enjoying it you know it doesn't mean you're not gonna, st- you're not gonna make as much money but you there's something lost there, I think, because it's it's still it's it's the funnest sport to watch in the world. It is. Hey, soccer's a beautiful game. I love it. Couple too many zero zero ties for me, but, but it's but it's beautiful. I love the spontaneity of it all and just magic plays can happen out of nowhere. But the chess with warriors is my favorite thing to watch, and I will keep my units in check just so that I can still enjoy it all. Uh, but y'all don't have to fire away. Uh, the, my few picks went one, three, and two, one win, three losses, two pushes. One of the pushes was because I had to pick the giants on Tuesday. Uh, by Thursday, they were 10 and a half points. That would have been a win. But what were you going to do. That's a push. I got them at eight and a false total for all handicappers out there. Or if you follow NFL handicapping, sometimes there's something called a false total. Hey, the Niners played great. They're a much better team than the Saints but you go back through our NFL history of how many teams covered a nine and a half point spread by scoring 13 points. I think you're going to find maybe one or two teams. And one of them was Sunday's San Francisco 49ers, but that that's the way dumb. she goes. One, three and two. I'm 30, 32 and four for the season. Our prop of the day went one and two lost with Landry on Sunday. And got Pickens yards last night. And a shout out to Mike Morrison, who lost his prop of the day. Choo choo train followed me. He took Pickens on yards. He also took Pickens on catches, which was the other one thing I told you to take over three and a half catches. And the two point conversion does not count as a catch. Sorry, Mike.
1: Yeah. And that's else. another thing. These are grown men doing things. Like the guy caught the ball, the guy threw the ball, and two points went on the scoreboard. It's a catch. It, it was like. It was like the fourth most important thing that happened all night. And it doesn't count
0: anywhere. That doesn't count as a catch. Nothing, no, nothing. It never. Why? Happened. Never happened. Why? That doesn't make any sense. Hey, how about oh. this? How about this? The defensive guy could intercept the ball, run it back a hundred yards for Play two the points. Year. The other way, he doesn't get any yards. There's no, he doesn't get a hundred yard return on his stats or anything. He gets a two point conversion.
1: <laughs> yo, How about this two-point crazy story? And this is the last of it, okay? Sescon, listener of the show, the rent boss, goes to Notre Dame. Tulsa Golden Knights, Irish 30-point faves, finally take the lead in the last second, kick the extra point. It's blocked, goes two points the other way, and the Golden Hurricane shock South Bend. The Sescons didn't know the two-point could go the other way. Oh, my God. It's a crazy, it, it needs to count. It needs to count stats. Even all you, I think it counts for fantasy, actually. If I'm not mistaken, if your guy catches it, like in your daily. It, it total, doesn't count
0: as a catchy, but it counts as like you get fantasy counts as points. It a two point com, convert. Yeah. That's right. Why? That's so backwards. Like you shouldn't be able to score points without getting a catch or without getting yards or whatever. Right. Like, right. You get somebody ran- and you get points. Somebody ran the ball in, somebody threw it, somebody caught it. In the words of Weird Mike, grown men doing shit. Record it. That should have been his fourth catch. Either way, George Pickens, a star in the making. And I was very impressed with Kenny Pickett. I'm not sure if you guys uh, watched Monday Night Football last night. Kenny Pickett, upgraded in my books. Pittsburgh, upgraded on my charts. Yeah, they're uh, not dead. Not dead. Even even if they're somewhat, I mean, they'd have to go on quite a run seven and two after the bye probably to make the playoffs but just for the future for steeler nation i'd be pumped i would be this gloved small-handed kid can play
1: i like um <clears throat> so you made the was it was at the white out comment was that uh mike white and the jets
0: mike white man like QB1? i remember watching him a couple years ago being like i don't know what he's like sometimes you you watch a guy play like oh he's Six, seven, and he can zing the ball, and he kind of moves in the pocket like very casual, casual in the pocket, just avoiding avoiding pressure, kind of a Tom Brady quality. And then it just he just disappears into the Jets bench for another two and a half years. We never hear about him. Like he looked what, great.
1: What like what's happening in this training camp? Like, aren't other people seeing this guy throwing? Does this does this guy just not want it? some, some guys don't want it, Jeff. Some guys are happy to be a second, third, you know, when they call it to get the call. So something must have been missing for this guy, for them to d- draft Zach Wilson, first of all, the Jets. Well,
0: sure. I mean, I, I mean, he doesn't, I don't think he's got the biggest arm. He, you know, but it's, he's got nice zip on. He's six, seven. And the fact that he can throw a 25 yard pass without it going 10 feet in the air. Like that's, that's an NFL throw. He's made a bunch of them. Not to mention like, Look at him and Zach Wilson next to each other. There's like seven inches difference. Like one of them looks like an NFL quarterback. One of them better be really good because he doesn't. And he hasn't been.
1: (laughs) And that was a rainstorm too. Like that was like, we know the Bears suck and they got rid of Roquan and they got their own issues. But also made throws.
0: Not enough time for Fields to heal that separated shoulder and his non-throwing shoulder. If you listen last week, uh, you would have got the Jets at minus four and a half when we announced that I stayed away because who knows, but
1: I scrapped, I scrapped it on the weird pick. Uh, mine went one and one took the commanders and held serve at home. And I lost the Ravens, which seemed to have a cover three times. And then they just, they just keep coughing it up.
0: Yeah, That was my only win Jacksonville. The only the, our crossfire. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So Would you go one, three, and two?
0: One, three, and two. And if I had just like I got a bad line on the Giants, like Giants were plus ten everywhere by Thursday, but on Tuesday they were plus eight, and I took them. So the push. Yeah, and the Saints the do, Saints are first and goal on the three on the three yard line just to get a touchdown. Anyway, one, three, and we two might
1: have a little crossfire this week again with the uh, with the G men.
0: I'm staying away because I don't like that number. I I feel like that number is going to move. Because people are loving the Commanders right now. If I can get the Giants at three, that's great. I don't like plus twos too much. But, you know, I, mean, I, I, the I think of the, the days, Giants is the play two. with the extra with the extra three days to prepare.
1: Now, I think, um, so that means, would I have honors at one and one? Yeah, sure one three and two that's that's uh that's as weird as six picks gets you <laughs>
0: super weird dude I had, a, I had a nine and a half point underdog not cover and the other team scored 13 points okay
1: why don't you toss that into the leslie stat box maybe maybe that's never happened man
0: honestly i'm gonna look it up leslie can we get on that she's not talking to me I and wh-
1: when did they first start making spreads like what like Y'all hear about these autogram days, like in the bears and like the 30s, and like the rushing attack couldn't be stopped. Like, were people laying the bears minus twelve in nineteen thirty-seven? Like, <laughs> this is a legit, you know. They got the NFL hundred, right? Remember those commercials, the campaign? When did the betting start? Let's put an asterisk under the shield, NFL sixty-eight or I, whatever.
0: I feel like spread betting. Could have started thousands of years ago, but they didn't really call it the spread. But like one of the first two sports like ever, like just since the caveman days, racing and fighting. And I feel like, you know, you're sitting around your cave. It's not a lot on TV. (laughs) And you got like, you know, refrigerator Perry over here, the caveman. And he's about to fight, you know, normal looking Ted for like the ninth time this week steve from that and, and you, you know you're gonna bet a couple of uh a couple of rabbit furs on uh on ted to just last 20 seconds you know because <laughs> like, the even betting at some point yeah you know, they, they would have stopped so they had to create a spread which in that case was time
1: this is fun i want to ask you one other question are the bills going to make your hue picks or is the bill's game going to make your hue picks
0: no but it was close interesting like i'm not taking new england but four and a half on the road not playing their best defensive football uh i just it, it was it was close and if it was at three it was a hundred percent i was taking it three and a half maybe four and a half i feel like some money will come in on new england and if you want to wait you could probably get the bills at three and a half going into thursday or four but I've i've stayed away I will be playing a lot of props in that game, like a fuck Don. That's a prop game? The prop game, same game, parlay game. Gabe Davis over Singletary rushing and receiving yards because they'll be double covering digs. You know, Belichick likes to take away your best weapon.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of deep down low-key happy the Bills lost a few games, so maybe they don't get flexed into so many Sunday night games. This is another Thursday night. They're going back-to-back Thursday. This is their third... Thursday night game of the year. I don't think anybody's ever played three Thursday games. They that played the opener.
0: Time. Yeah, that's right. right? Thanksgiving and then this one. I
1: don't think that counts. But it's no, still no, part you're of right. You're right. And now you throw in the Sunday night. They're 100 going to get flexed in somewhere. Sunday, you'd think with that Jelf. And now all of a sudden the Jets turn into must see TV. <laughs> you know, they're rolling into the Ralph, so they're going to get flexed in one more for sure. And like, it's just. It's taking its toll, man. they are playing a lot of of road games. Plus, you throw in that snowstorm. I said it in the preseason episode that... Sorry, I let go of my stapler there. That was that bang that you heard. That's how angry I am at this bill schedule.
0: Somebody stole my stapler. Why were you holding your stapler?
1: (laughs) Yes. I'm rage stapling. As I get angry with the rough blow. I told you I was going to come back to hunt. That's a tough game in Foxborough, man. That is tough sledding, especially off the Patriots coming off a thirty-point road loss. If you told me the Patriots are going to score twenty-seven points and lose that game, I would have said you're crazy, bro.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm now. I don't think I'm happy the Bills lost some games because I would you know love. It. You know, I know. What you, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I just feel like with Josh's elbow, I'd love that bye week and to get, get some of our corners back. But we, which is still attainable. Chiefs got some tough games, but we will see. Um, also, for Bills Super Bowl futures, we needed them to lose a couple games to get some good value. Uh yeah. Oh, and speaking of Super Bowl futures, it's it's glorious if you if you like the Bucks, which I do. No one else does, and that's why it's glorious right now. Nice. Because
1: they're starting to lose too many games, Jeff. These are games you know, I don't care. Of I this,
0: don't care. This is like Moneyball. I this is like Moneyball. What, what does he do? He gets on base. Okay. What are the Bucks going to do? They're going to win their division. Yeah. And then it's Tom Brady in a three-game tournament. I, I know they they look like shit. I don't care. I, and that's, this is the stubbornness of a handicapper because I've seen Tom Brady look like shit in November for like two of their seven Super Bowl runs. Just, it just doesn't matter. If, you, if Tom Brady gets a home playoff game, he should be in your top four to get there. So, and so the odds aren't representing that right now. You can get him up. It's like up to plus two grand. So well, they're
1: one game up. Correction. They are half game up and one game up on their entire division. It's not like, you know, now you got Sam Darnold rolling through Carolina. He's gonna win a couple games. We know that, Jeff. You like him. He's gonna win a couple games
0: it's not like they're getting shit kicked. Like they lost a game. They definitely should have won in Cleveland. Like they lost a game. They probably should have won in Pittsburgh. They're they're losing tight football games.
1: This is now becoming that team's identity though, Jeff, you said it in a rut. You keep the headline you said was week 13. You are now becoming what you do on the field. Tampa Bay doesn't score a lot of points. And it doesn't matter if they're in control, control the whole game. You might have a chance to beat them at the end. Yeah, and that's okay. The rent is it? Is it? Okay it, it is because-
0: at, at plus twenty two hundred. It is okay. That's what I'm getting at. Okay, okay. That I value wise, the, you you I would I would throw some money down on the Bucks, either to win the NFC or to win the Super Bowl, and you will be in a situation. I'm predicting this could be wrong, but I'm pretty good with the Bucks and Steelers stuff. Okay, Uh that where you have a situation where you have. Call it a hundred bucks to win two grand for the bucks to beat the Niners or the bucks to beat the Eagles on the road in the second round of, of, you know, of the tournament. And sure. We maybe don't like them to win that game, but if, if they do, you got a two grand ticket going to the next game. So throw down 500 on your Eagles, throw down 500 on your Niners, but the, the bucks, you need that golden ticket to be able to hedge with with these big units and if you don't have a golden ticket going in the playoffs you feel a little naked don't you i know i do i got the bengals i got the bucks and i got the niners right now i'm waiting on the bills to get plus plus 500. okay enough about that uh i got a little thing after our picks just about the line between 200 million the nfl is crazy right now the line between 200 million dollar contract and being a backup is so small and so fast it's it's mental watching like Mike White play and Jacob Brissett play and then Russell Wilson play. You know what's the difference? Russ had an amazing defense for ten years, and the Broncos are shit at negotiating. <laughs> uh, crazy stuff. Anyway, okay, uh let's get on to our picks. We got some big games this week. Kansas City going into Cincy in a replay of the AFC Championship game. We got the two hottest teams in the league, probably Miami. Uh, and San Francisco playing a cross-conference game in San Fran. Ooh. Let's see who you got, Mike. Thanks for listening, by the way. Uh, the best place to bet all these picks is betopenly.com. Go to bet.openly on TikTok or Instagram. 1% juice, win more, lose less. It's a betting exchange. There's no book. There's no bank. For every thousand bucks, you bet. You'll save a hundred. All right. Giddy up. So uh, before I tell you,
1: My two picks. I'm going to tell you what game to not put one cent on in any way. And that's the Jacksonville Detroit game. I hope that didn't make your board Hugh. You're smiling like it did. My God. If I've ever seen fuck soup in a can, it's at Ford field this Sunday, 1 PM where you're going to see some Toronto and Canadian Jags fans. They're gonna start. They're gonna be in that place. You watch that, hundred
0: percent. Canadian Jags fans.
1: Canadian Jags fans.
0: There's a there's Matt a tile Mayer. for you.
1: <laughs> Matt Mayer, Canadian Jags fan.
0: Matt Mayer is a, is a Jaguars fan.
1: He, he when he, when they joined the league. He made the declaration that I was his team, and he stuck with it for some lean years, bro. <laughs> some dark that's that's guys. maybe
0: that's maybe the most Matt Mayer thing I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> you got it. I got about twelve more of those, but we'll save that for. For never, probably.
0: Matt, Matt Mayer got a touchdown for our Mount Carmel Crusaders when we were all on the team.
1: He's a QB and, of the high school football team we played on, by the way. So, football guy.
0: Yeah, Matt Mayer got a touchdown uh, for the Mount Carmel Crusaders in like the second game that we ever had. And in, in the newspaper, they recorded his number 14, Jeff Hewlett. <laughs> Oh, Is that right? <laughs> That's right. I got, I got, I, I, this is back when we had like Nokia flip phones. I got some texts from like my mom and dad being like, did you score a touchdown yesterday? You told us you weren't going to play. And I'm like, I didn't. <laughs> oh, I played yeah. like the last snap. Anyway.
1: Matt Mayer was also the holder because oftentimes the QB would be the holder. In case of a botched snap, you could run a play or a throw. Well, let me tell you, Matt Mayer was kind of scared to hold the ball when I kicked it. He dropped numerous in practice and two in a game. And I went right to the coach and I said, I need Danny Palmitier holding my extra points from now on, please. And thank you. And he agreed. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. Anyway, here we go. All right, here we go. Weird pick one and one. I've been one and one forever. I'm still 500. (laughs) Oh my God. But we're kicking it old school. I teased it. I mentioned it earlier. I'm taking the New York football Giants plus two and a half at home. That's sort of the soup du jour, that number. We're getting a lot of two and a halves here, partly in part because of our two-point conversation earlier, partly in part because three, you're just getting too many dead numbers. Everybody wants the action now. There's too much competition for your dollar that you're going to get. And of course, you can create the line you want. Two and a half, the Giants. Hey, they lost two games, right? Everybody knows that. But those games were four days apart. They had one bad week. It's unfortunate that that bad week happened to have two football games on it, which usually doesn't happen. Now you got everybody gone home, had a little turkey with the fam, grateful seven and four, still can win the division, still can win the Super Bowl. And now they got a division, a poe. Foe, pardon me, that's crazy hot, riding hot. And I watched a lot of that game because I took them. There was my smash last week, everybody. I caught down on the commanders. But true commander fashion, Atlanta should have had that game three times. This is just two teams, one on the way up, and one everybody thinks is on the way down. And they meet – and by the way, Washington's buy next week. Veteran team could have one foot towards the next way. Division game at home. New York gets back. Even if a bizarre, crazy last-second commander field goal, we got to cover with the two-and-a-half. G-men rested, recharged, and ready to roll in East Rutherford. Woo! Heavy smash. Big smash. Money line play everywhere. Giants play of the week for me. What do you think about that? I'm going to give you a little interjection before to sprinkle, Jeff. What do you think?
0: I um, I like the G-men this week, especially coming off the uh, the bye. They've lost two games in a row, and they're I think they're a well-coached team. So I feel like I'm getting max effort at practice all week, getting ready for this commander team that they know pretty well. And, um, you know, you got this overachieving, let's just call it like it is, this overachieving commander's team. But it's hard to say when the role is going to stop one thing I will say because I like to pick I wouldn't pick the commanders here you get as you said you got one team kind of over yeah. overreaching right now and one team just kind of leaking uh leaking down and you just kind of getting ahead of Vegas I will say this I think there's going to be a lot of public money that comes in on the commanders just because they're winning games they've been making yeah. people a lot of money so this number could go to three I like buying half points some people don't so if if you like weird Mike Smash like I do, Uh, I might just wait and see if I can get it three points without having to buy that half point. If I can't buy that half point, I will. I mean, if I can't, if I wait and it doesn't happen, I'll buy the half point, but I'll take the giants. I like it. It's not on my list, but I like it. And I am going to take
1: Tom Brady's nemesis as he's once turned a Tampa Bay buck light sprinkle. The saints go marching into Central Florida and Tampa Gardens, dogged three and a half. Tom has thrown fits versus the Saints. The Saints just got shut out, embarrassed. And much to my realization, the Saints are nowhere near eliminated from anything. I think they take the division lead with this win, like on a head-to-head situation. So like, it's not even do or die. It's just too many points. and. I think, my accurate handy, or I think my handicap of Tampa was accurate in saying that this is who they are. Uh, and if they do win a hard-fought game, it'll be by three points. Or Tom's getting really exposed here, and the Saints really are the issue, much like the Dolphins used to be for Tom in the AFC East, when even some of his best teams were thwarted, you know, when nobody saw it coming. So we got the Saints. Can, can we put famous Jameson? Can we get a call here down to the sideline at the Superdome? And this guy's playing his former team on Monday night football. Hello. Hello. Get your little physical handicap, Jeff. This is the plane landing in central Florida to start James Winston against the team that drafted him number one and then unceremoniously ditched him before they had to pay him. So, if he doesn't want that game, much like um, our Bill's friend, Keenum Case against the Vikings, which they didn't, and they lost. Yep. And he got hurt. Anyway, Saints, I'm up. I'm up. I'm up in it. If if famous goes, it's I'm up in it. I'm up in it.
0: Very, very good to handicap, Mike. Um, so the I'm people, pretty sure you're
1: Motivation
0: what now, do people want there's two, three, three things I want to say here about this pick. One, I don't agree with it. Oh, two, I know, shocker. Two, I'm pretty sure a lot of sharp sharps in Vegas do. This is oh, one God. of the sharper picks that I've heard, even from podcasts last week, of sharp betters with a lot of money in Vegas, hoping the Saints lose to the Niners. So that they get an extra half point or two oh. uh, from with with the Bucks, well, because the Saints have beat the Bucks by an average of like seven to eight points since Tom Brady got to the Buccaneers. Besides, with that one playoff game being pretty much the exception. Now, I'd love the Bucks here at two and a half or three. At three and a half, can't take it. It's not on my list. Uh, third thing. I totally agree. If Jameis Winston was playing this game, which considering that he went on social media last week and said, I didn't know. I thought you couldn't lose your job to injury, but I've lost my job because I got injured. And then the guy who replaces him puts up a donut in San Francisco. How can you Jameis, not bro. put Jameis back in on Monday football to play Tampa, especially if he's healthy newsflash. He's the better quarterback. I mean, May, I I always say this, like, you know, coaches see a lot more players in practice and whatnot. So for us to say, how can they not put us, put that guy in, you know, we're just a couple of talking heads, but straight up, I don't know what they're seeing that we're not, but Jameis, when he's healthy is better and more capable of winning and scoring touchdowns. Uh, yeah. So if Jameis plays and it stays three and a half, which I don't think it will, um, I would also play the saints. But if it's Andy Dalton, I'll hopefully get that spread down to three or two and a half. And uh, because a lot of sharp money comes into the Saints, following Weird Mike, of course, and I would bet the the bucks at two and a half. So we will see.
1: Let's say that nothing spurs instant reaction than an incident, right? Well, I think we're we got the stats back from Leslie. It hasn't happened more than three times in the hundred-year history Thanks, of Les. the NFL. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that will be the change spurred um, for Winston. Red Rifle. He's done. It's over. It's over. They lost the room. He had his moment. It's gone. They can make a real push with Jameis. Man, this is the. These are the yeah. signature wins. This is a. This is a college-type game. You win this. Everybody's on board. Everybody rallies.
0: As, he, and as you said, they're the, basically the only team in the way. Sam Donald's Panthers and the Falcons, they're going to fade off. They're going to lose about half their games. You know, it's Bucks and Saints. And I think Bucks win this battle eventually, but we'll see how Monday Night Football should be a good one. All right, just like last week, before you hear my picks, you're going to get a little bit of concussion awareness from the Canadian Concussion Center. It's based at the Toronto Western Hospital and is part of the Kremlin Brain Institute at University Health Network look we all had some very active upbringings and now we're getting a bit older it's time to check your head okay before it's too late uh so we're just trying to raise concussion awareness on this show and partnering up with the elder family some dear friends of ours uh up in muskoka and me and huck have known them for years and they're doing a great stuff with concussion awareness and dedication to their son and our friend ryan elder so check out the canadian concussion center uh, it's at Toronto Western Hospital. Go to the Canadian Concussion, concussion Center on the internet uh, and check it out. And if you've never been checked before and you've had a couple dings like I have, get checked out. Let's do it. We're back together. All right. to the movie Trice. Let's make some money. Yeah. All right. This team used to be the darling of my podium before the world caught up to Patrick Mahomes. But I haven't had the Chiefs. On my podium in a long time Because it's hard to get value on them Well, I finally got some I'm Taking the Kansas City Chiefs minus two at Cincinnati In the revenge game From the AFC Championship game Last year in Kansas City That somehow the Chiefs let slip away Up, uh, I believe they were up 17 points and uh, it was almost 24 going into half, and somehow they lost it. Andy Reid's got a memory for this stuff. He's pretty good at revenge games. The Chiefs are basically firing at all cylinders, even with a couple of injuries at wideout. It doesn't matter. They have so many defensive lines playing pretty good, and I just think the Bengals on my chart—they're you know a couple points, a couple points uh, worse than the Chiefs, so this is based on home field advantage, and I just don't think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs care. Home field advantage doesn't affect the best teams in every sport, and make no mistake, Kansas City's one or two of the best teams in this league. So I'll take the Chiefs to win by a field goal over almost anybody except the Bills, uh, and I'm getting... Look, since he's, Apparently Jamar Chase will be back, and that's why probably this number isn't three, because Burrow with Chase back... Definitely a better football player, definitely a better offense. We'll see if Mixon's back as well, but if Mixon's banged up and Chase isn't 100%, you need all of your war horses with all of their hoofs to beat the Chiefs in today's modern football game. And I don't think the Bengals are batting at 100% right now. I'll take the Chiefs to to win by over two points. No problem. In he should be a good game. Chiefs win by seven. All right. My silver pick i am taking the Pittsburgh Steelers, who I've upgraded. A point point and a half after last night better than an average team they are basically a pick them at minus a half point in atlanta uh this is just from knowing the steelers and the emotional the emotional team that the steelers are well nothing better for your football team than looking at your quarterback in the locker room and being like yo i believe in this guy we can win games we can win games we're not technically supposed to i know we're a young team but this guy could throw the ball doesn't seem to make too many mistakes and uh, their defense is finally healthy We got Miles Jack making tackles We got T.J. Watt causing pressure We got Mike Fitzpatrick back In that secondary So uh, I just don't think Look, Mike Tomlin's teams do very well Against bad quarterbacks They always have, they always will All right. That's why they beat up Andy Dalton for a decade So I got uh, Marcus Mariota Beating a hot Steelers team In what is basically a playoff game for the, both teams i take the Steelers to win All right, my bronze pick. I'm taking the Miami Dolphins, plus four in San Francisco. Look, the Niners have been playing great. So the fact that this spread isn't five or six with the Niners at home right now tells you a lot, lets you know that Vegas is respecting what the Dolphins are doing, and they should be. Two reasons for this handicap. One, the Dolphins' speed, okay? The Niners haven't proven to me that they can keep up in the secondary with speedy receivers. That's what they seem to have a problem with. Um. That's how Atlanta got them a few weeks ago. Two, the head coach, Mike McDaniel, my, my new favorite coach in, in sports. One of the funniest guys ever. If you watch NFL Mic'd Up, go to anything with the Dolphins right now. He's hilarious. It's hard to believe he's an NFL coach and also literally a bona fide genius. Well, here's the advantage. Even though Kyle Shanahan, you know, in the coaching department, Niners probably get that check mark if you were to line them up. Mike McDaniel is in the San Francisco 49ers organization for six or seven years. He knows the strengths and weaknesses of that defense better than anybody. Shanahan wasn't in the Dolphins organization for the last six or seven years. So he's scouting them like a normal team. I like the extra knowledge that the coach of the Dolphins has on how to best attack this defense. And I think with a healthy waddle, a healthy hill, they even got this third speedster out there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take the Dolphins to keep it close and possibly be winning this game. And here's the other thing I like. If the Dolphins are winning the game, Jimmy G is not a come-from-behind quarterback. He's not. Hey, you know what? He's having a good season, and I'll give him credit. I've upped him in my chart from, like, bottom of the start, starting quarterbacks towards right up, somewhere in the middle. But he's not a come-from-behind quarterback, and the Dolphins are a get-ahead-of-you-fast team. So I'm going to be on the Dolphins' money line, and I'll be on the Dolphins' spread for sure, Dolphins' teasers, and Dolphins props. Jalen Waddles has for making me money all season. So, yeah, I like the Miami Dolphins. I love my podium this week. And here's your other three. Number four, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns. And yes, they're massage loving, pervert quarterback, minus seven at Houston. This isn't necessarily about Deshaun. This is just betting against Houston. They are anemic. The Dolphins basically let them have some points in the second half because maybe, I don't know, uh, maybe maybe Mike McDaniel owes Lovey Smith some, something from a poker game. I don't know. But they basically just stopped. They were up 30 to nothing. Like it was over. Uh, and I just think Miami's explosive right now when they have their foot on the gas, and the Niners aren't. They're, they're a great football team. Definitely top three in the NFC. But they are not a comfort behind team, and they're not an explosive team yet. And Miami is. Let's just call it like it There, is. They're, I'm scared of them. So, Let's go Miami Dolphins plus four. All right. Oh, sorry. Uh, that was that was a little mixed up there. But yeah, so I'm taking Cleveland minus seven at Houston. This is just going against Houston who played Miami. That's why I started talking about that. Houston just can't score points right now. So if Cleveland scores 21, 20, 24, I think they cover the spread. Keep it at seven before it goes up to seven and a half or eight. All right. Um... I am taking the Green Bay Packers Minus three and a half at the Bears If Justin Fields plays He's not healthy And he's not running the ball for 190 yards with one arm If he doesn't play I don't like the Bears offense To score as many points As Aaron Rodgers and those Packers are Aaron's playing I just heard him on the Pat McAfee show on Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays He's playing Not to mention, uh, he's playing for a bit of a reason. I don't think Aaron's the type of guy who likes sitting out and watching Jordan Love play well. So I could see a little resurgence from Aaron Rodgers here just at the end of the year, just to remind everybody, hey, they're paying me $60 million next year. I am not retiring. I'm not fucking going anywhere. All right, Jordan, see you later, J-Lo. I'm back. I think he's going to play well. He tends to play well against the Bears. He owns them. As that's to quote Aaron. So I like Aaron Rodgers minus three and a half against the Bears, especially because of the Bears quarterback situation. Also, their best receiver, Mooney, is out. Injured. All right, my last pick. I'm taking the Vikings minus three versus Mike White and the Jets. I think the world's just gotten a little crazy for the Jets and Mike White. And it's it's a bit different beating uh the Bears with their backup quarterback in New York. Versus going into school nation in Minneapolis and beating the Vikings as a playoff team. They just had the Cowboys do that two weeks ago to them. I feel like they won't be overlooking the jets. Uh, So yeah, throw in the extra three days to prepare for Mike white. I think the Vikings will be ready. Minus three seems like a gift. And those are my U picks Kansas city. Minus two Pittsburgh minus a half point Miami plus four. Cle- uh, Cleveland, minus seven at Houston. The Packers, minus three and a half at the Bears. And Vikings, minus three at at home for the New York Jets. You! up. Yep. Um, woo!
1: So, um, did you coin the nickname J-Lo for Jordan Love?
0: No. I heard Aaron Rodgers refer to him oh, on the Pat McAfee uh, show as J-Lo.
1: He's he's kind of like bitch
0: slapping him in the public by doing that. Like he made it he, the way he said it though, it made it sound like that's just what oh, they call yeah,
1: because cause he's a real homie uh, cuddle up kinda guy. <laughs> what the hell you t- that is a bitch slap to Jay. Great name, love the name, love the girl, love that love, God, what anyway. That's a as cool as it gets. She
0: changed her name by the way. She's Jay Fleck now.
1: <laughs> Jay Fleck. Jay Fleck. Sounds,
0: Sounds like, like Dandruff uh, shampoo.
1: <laughs> Sounds like he's down in accounting. Yeah, go talk to Jay Fleck; he'll straighten you out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but favorite pick of the day is Minnesota for sure. That I uh, was almost a Hugh pick. Uh, loving the one PM for Kirk. I like the over in that because I do think Mike Mike's going to ball out a little bit, especially if they're down. Um, they lost they lost their second
0: up. receiver. Elijah Mitchell's out, so a little more attention will be able to yeah. be uh, on Garrett Wilson there.
1: Love that. Big time. And, uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'd like to return the jacket uh, for spite. <laughs> he's spite starting. He's spite starting. This is what I mean. I think he's going to spite play well on a spite. He's, yeah. he's a very
0: Aaron Rodgers thing to do.
1: Sir, you already said spite. We can't take it back. <laughs> um, I don't know what's going to happen to Houston. This might be the only game they get up for. So I actually don't like that. Um. I, I just don't think a it can game in two years.
0: I don't think it matters. Like my sister could get really up for a wrestling match with me. Like I'm still going to put her in the sharpshooter and end this.
1: Okay. So what about the fact that he hasn't played a football game in two years?
0: I, I just think they're going to run the fucking ball. Like literally, I feel like
1: maybe Houston. Oh yeah. I can't take it out of his hands. Just,
0: Hey, here's a couple checkdowns. Sure. check downs. Give the ball to fucking Nick oh, Chubb. And it's the, it's Houston. We don't need much.
1: Worst rush D in the league, by the way, Houston. So okay, I changed my chat 180 on it. I'm I'm, I'm brown. Her, her, her. Dog pound.
0: Trust me, I didn't want to pick Deshaun Watson this week, but seven no. I have to.
1: Um I think the Niners are gonna rally. This is I think they there's always these weird games that you don't think could be a Super Bowl preview, but we could be looking at one, you know. Did anybody think that the Rams and Cincy last year was gonna be a Super Bowl preview when we watched it? Of course not, right? No, that's a good so, point. So I think they're going to really, really, really come out for, and Miami comes back a lot. I would lean Niners always. Um, But I think they're going to have a very aggressive game plan for that same reason. You don't think Kyle Shanahan knows Jimmy G can't come back on the Dolphins down 21.
0: I just like name someone in the name, someone in the Niners secondary who's covering Waddle and Hill.
1: No, no, it's all there. There's no pro
0: bowlers there that are like going to slow this dolphin train down so it's now becomes can jimmy g out outscore him?
1: i don't think so that's another total i like by the way is that game yeah actually, what is that number 46 Ooh, because the 13 people are thinking the niners can't score and their d locked them down so yeah i think that's a that's a, a few points lower than
0: i thought um they, to be fair the niners d has been unreal the last four weeks i don't think they've given up a second half point in like four weeks uh,
1: pit pick Monday night winners, but it's a, it's a very unusual situation where this guy just wants to be the starting quarterback there for the next 10 years. Like this guy's fighting for your spread. Unfortunately, yeah. this, this spread is a pick them. That's why I don't like it. I think anytime the Steelers are a dog, they have to be considered just because of what Kenny wants. And this guy's not going to take any plays off because. This is what he wants. Right? Pit boy born and bred. And your KC game, gold pick. I'm just staying away. The 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 Bengals proved with that win over your Titans, Huck. We're talking about the Titans late now, but the Bengals kind of kind of put their foot down. And uh, it's is it revenge really when you already got the win, the ring? Like KC already got the ring? you think they're they're coming in there gunning Oh crazy? yeah.
0: Oh, I just think like in their mind, I I feel like they were like, "Yo, we can beat the Rams." Like, you know, like we're not scared of the Rams. Uh, we're up, we're up 17 points at home. Like, the, the in my I think a lot of them were already like, "Okay, like let's start making Super Bowl plans." Like, you know, and that was taken away from them. And it's not often that you get to just go back in football the next year and beat that team. Now, if like you're if it's like Chiefs Bills or Peyton Peyton versus Brady, like obviously you're gonna get that chance, but it's more about the Chiefs right now. They're just they're scoring four or five touchdowns a game. Yeah, no, no, it's very, no very, problem.
1: Very, very impressive stuff. Although they did sputter against the Rams, but they 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 felt you know a pitcher can win without his fastball, so he he doesn't throw it ninety six every time. Yeah, I think that's what the Chiefs were doing there.
0: It was weird because they they kept, like, every time Red Zone went back to it, Chiefs in the Red Zone, Chiefs in the Red Zone, Chiefs in the Red Zone, and then they just weren't, like, putting it through, but they were having no problem, like, getting there.
1: Weird. How about the Broncos and the Ravens, Hugh? Nobody's worst game of nine points for the Ravens. I I couldn't touch that, obviously.
0: No, the only play for me was going to be the Broncos, but I, I just can't bet on Russell Wilson right now at all. Like, I don't know what the hell. What a crazy situation. You see the defensive guy yelling at him? Of course he did. Yeah. Been everywhere.
1: It's um, it's a real problem, man. Uber Eats in the Mile High City for the rest of the year because Russ ain't cooking, folks. You heard it in the headline.
0: Funny thing that uh, Pete Carroll, when when the Broncos and Seahawks are playing the first game of the year on Monday Night Football, Pete Carroll invited all the old Seahawks defensive guys, all of them, to come to the game players, you know, players box, like the whole Shabeel. But he said on the radio, on the radio thing that he was on, it wasn't like to like cheer Russ on or like, welcome to this moment. He said, yeah, I invited them all because they know what's up. Basically like they know Russ sucks. I, we know, I know Russ sucks and I invited them all to come watch us beat him after we just robbed the Denver Broncos blind. It's just a weird thing. It's like they were all in the know about this. And it just took a few of us to see between the lines to realize he wasn't really cooking too much and he's short and he can't see a lot of the middle, middle of the middle throws that are open on a lot of these crossing routes, which is why he has to do kind of rust routes. Richard Sherman talked about this in the podcast. It's like, it's like the Broncos never watched any of his tape because they lined him up like he's Aaron Rodgers and just like, Oh yeah, just back up three feet, go through four progressions and zing it. No, that's not what he does. He's six feet tall. Can't see. That's what uh, Nathaniel Hackett runs. I don't think everyone's look. Hackett's not a good coach. No, no. In, in my That's when he mind, he was running with Rodgers. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But you get rid of Hackett, this problem ain't going anywhere. This is a rust problem. In the end, the ball's in his hands. You can see the look on Hackett's face. Like, dude, we're, we got good plays. Our guys are open. Our two hundred fifty million dollar quarterback isn't isn't throwing. Accurately to our receivers that are open. If I get fired, I'm bewildered. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to
1: do. <laughs> Can't believe Russell must have been going crazy week one when he's seeing all the Legion of Boom and all those retired D line that he probably hated or hated him, and they're walking the sidelines like ten minutes before the game, probably giving him L's up like this or something. In
0: retrospect, that was like his best game of the year, which was a loss. But at least they got like. Dude, if they've if they would have scored, I know, I like, We've been repeating the stat, and I, it's been on every show. If they would have scored eighteen points a game, they'd be nine and nine and two or something like that. Yeah, was and, and every Broncos team in the last since Peyton Manning retired has scored over nineteen points a game, except Russ's team. We're talking Trevor Simeon's Broncos. We're talking Drew Locke's Broncos. We're talking whoever the hell that guy was after uh, Brock Osweiler's Broncos were scoring more points than this. Oh yeah. So it's
1: uh uh, we just mentioned a whole bunch of random QB names. One of them almost played last week. We talked about Nathan Peterman on the show two weeks ago, and this guy was 20 minutes away from starting at the Meadowlands uh against the Jets. So maybe Brock will get a start somewhere. Throw out another
0: (laughs) Hey, I got a question for you. By the way, I'm really glad that he didn't hit it because I had live bet the Jaguars when they were down and they saved me on my spread ticket. But your boy. From the Ravens flock The best kicker possibly of all time He yep. didn't And I was scared I'm like fuck Might set a record here And end my money line live bet on the Jags With that uh, With that, Was it a 68 yard field goal he attempted? 67 67 would have set a record Came yep. up short You know what I noticed He did not do That extra little Germany oh, kick hop. Or what do you call it? Roll hop Roll hop he didn't do it this time,
1: you know, or Mike, like he shouldn't have done it the time that he got away with it because it's
0: because it's illegal.
1: Yes, it's a false start. He's not allowed to. Well, remember, he, you're allowed to shuffle your feet, but he took a full. He took like a he, half step. He
0: got away with it. His last big kick, and he didn't do it this time, and he came up five yards short. Thank God.
1: Also, also, also to defend the kicker life, the sixty-six yarder was indoors. Okay. On turf. Yep. Okay. And Jacksonville's got sticky air. One of the most humid cities in the country and sloppy track, man. That track gets beat <laughs> to shit tile from last week. So that's as tough as it gets. So like 62 in that condition is, is incredible.
0: Okay. They called the swamp for a reason. Random fact, by the way, about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I heard this on the herd talking to Sean Payton uh about tanking because sean payton's like yo there's gonna be a lottery system soon they're talking about caleb williams at a usc he's like caleb williams is a change of franchise quarterback and as we get like let's just call a spade a spade when teams are out of the playoffs they're looking for a guy like this there's organizational things going on where teams are trying to lose and now that sports betting is legalized everywhere and there's you know Joe Blow and Joe Money up in Vegas with millions of dollars on the line. You can't be pulling all your starters in the second half. He talked about when Doug Peterson pulled hurts and put in Nate Sudfeld to basically lose that game on purpose to the commanders, just to move up in their draft spot. Two years ago, we talked about that. He, he brought up a story of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers pulling all of their starters, including like, like starting linebackers and stuff like this yep. in the second half Levante David, like whatever, whatever, playing the Saints, I think. And Sean Payton was like, what the fuck's going on? And it was Lovey Smith, coach of the Bucks, because there was a chance that if they lost, and I think the Jets lost, that, or if they won and the Jets lost, they would lose out on that number one pick, which they really wanted to be Jameis Winston from Florida State, Florida boy. There you go. Anyway, just a random fact. Literally, he admitted it. He's like, yo, they tanked. Um, all right, I will talk about Smith next much, week. I want to know
1: how much Sean Payton got paid from Caleb Williams' agent to go ahead and drop that l- bomb to go around the football world that plant the seed that you might want to tank for my guy. You know, that is, little, a,
0: that is a deep right? introspective, Michael. How about that? Yeah, well, those charter
1: boats in Central Florida, that could be a possible tile. He, Huckster have said Central Florida
0: six times now. <laughs>
1: anyway, go for it, Hugh. Wrap it up,
0: baby. All right. Uh, keep following us for the prop of the day. We're 17 and seven putting money in your pockets. Uh, all props. You can find the best value by downloading the Bet Stamp app. Use the rep- referral code Talking H-U-S-Talking, all capitals. And thank you for doing that. And yeah, but sweet. You can track your bets. You can just get market analysis. But also just if you want, like, let's say George Pickens to get over 42 and a half yards, they'll give you the line on that over like 14 different sports books. So you can... Literally pick the best one and bet it. Uh, giddy up! That was a lot of fun. Uh, oh yeah! Shout out. Sorry, I forgot this. We had a crazy, crazy finish to our anytime touchdown survivor, where Huck, Huck's Lord, Huck's King, the King of the Huck Kingdom, Eric Henry needed to get a touchdown for our boy Brian Hiller out west. Long time, look who's talker. Eric Henry catches a little screen pass, runs what? 86 yards, Hawk? Something like that? And then fumbles on the two-yard line, and a different Tennessee Titan recovers in the end zone for a touchdown, which I'm sure Hawk still liked, but was not a touchdown. My fantasy team got boned by that play, too. Oh, how about this? It was like, it would have been the first touchdown of the game. So a whole bunch of people who had Derrick Henry first touchdown got screwed. Derrick Henry, anytime touchdown and our specific contest brought to you by Storyteller Logger uh, ended because Derrick Henry did not score that touchdown. Braylee Pio from Turtle Jacks and Ben Devlin's World of Friends uh, is our winner. Congratulations, brother. We'll we'll get you in touch with Storyteller and our boy Adam, and you'll get five cases of Storyteller Logger. To throw down this holiday season. Thanks for playing, and we'll be running that next season for sure. And a whole bunch more contests. We got some exciting stuff, exciting stuff coming up for the playoffs with Storyteller. Stay tuned. Uh, I think that's it. I'll talk about this next week with the line between the two hundred million dollar quarterback and nobody. It's like a couple of games. This is why Lamar Jackson should sign his contract ASAP. Man, a couple bad games. in The NFL. It's funny how your value can drop. Imagine the Broncos had waited. Where would Russ be next year? Competing with Sam Darnold for the Panthers? We'll see. Either way, should be fun. Week 13. uh, Thanks for following. Remember to press that follow, subscribe button. It means a lot to us. And if you haven't done it yet, from the bottom of our hearts, please leave us a five-star review. Write out a review. How much you like the podcast? It means a lot. Wherever you're following, keep sharing. Keep doing it. And uh, let's go, Bills. Anything for Shut the Huck Up?
1: Or is it to Johnny?
0: We got some sweet props of the day and the same game parlays coming for Thursday Night Football. Follow us at Hughes Talking, at Huck Media, and at Weird Mike spelled Weird M-I-C. Have a great weekend. See you later. Fascist slave, protected to get in a fucking wood pull. Everything I scribbled back to anarchists. Black on black on black wave dusty man, that is my cruel. Now you like my styling bruh ain't nobody smiling bruh about to turn this motherfucker up like rikers Island, bruh Where my fathers and my cripples and my blooders and my brothers when you niggas gon' unite and kill the police motherfuckers or take over a jail get them co's hell you're burning all that sofa goddamn i love the smell like it's a pillow torture where well, the fuck the warden? And when you find them, we don't kill them. We just waterboard 'em. them. We killing them for freedom because they tortured us for boredom. And even if some good
1: was that, fuck it, the Lord of Sodom. We, we out of order, your honor, you out of order. This whole court is unimportant. You fuckers are walking
0: corpses. I'm a flip wigs.